Welcome to the Solo Women Travel Tribe podcast, where life coach and solo travel expert, Zena, teaches you how to feel confident, empowered, and prepared to take on any solo travel experience. Here is your host, who is not afraid to say it like it is, Zena Jones. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, you may notice that my voice is a little off. (laughs) You might not even notice. It's so funny because I notice it. I have been noticing it. I feel like I sound very nasally. And that is because I am on the back of COVID round two. I've had it twice now. (laughs) And my experience thus far is that it gets easier each time. So I hope you are all safe and well. And if you do have COVID, I really do hope that you too get the experience that I have, which is not so bad the second time around. However, I'm still nasally. So we're dealing with that today. But that's how we roll, my friends. So today's episode, we are talking about how the patriarchy is stealing our confidence. So I'm recording this episode a couple of days after the Supreme Court in America overturned Roe versus Wade, making it a criminal offense to have an abortion in many states across the US and giving each state the opportunity to make it illegal and a criminal offense. Basically, taking away the freedom of choice and the rights to health care for so many women. And why am I talking about this today? Because this is the kind of shit that will fuck with our confidence as women, right? This is one of the many ways that the patriarchy steals our confidence by telling us what we can and can't do with our own bodies. And if, if it feels like a punch in the stomach to you too, that's because it is. I live in New Zealand. I don't live in America And I feel like I have been punched in the stomach because this impacts all women, not just the women who live in America. Okay. And also while we talk about, you know, getting punched in the stomach, what happens when we get attacked? When somebody attacks us, often it'll piss us off, might upset us. It might fire us up. It might cause us to want to fight back. And that is definitely what I'm seeing um, on social media right now is there is an uproar and we are banding together and fighting. But what else can happen when you get punched in the stomach? It can also be a blow to your confidence when you get that wind knocked out of you. So we're not going to talk specifically about that, although I did want to acknowledge it. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I I am xena.jones.coach. You will see that I have shared my stance very loudly and very boldly, uh, specifically in my stories, (laughs) going so far as to tell people who didn't agree with the freedom to choose how a woman wants to, you know, treat her body and what she wants to do with her body, that you should unfollow me. So that's basically my stance on the matter. (laughs) But I've been very loud, very... um, you know, sharing of my views and sharing of many other women's views and kind of spreading the message of where to get help and, you know, where to band together and share resources on my social media. So if you want to follow me, come and do that. But let's back it up and talk, first of all, about what the patriarchy means. 
And I appreciate that many of you listening will know what the patriarchy means, but I think I think this is a really important thing to discuss because this is something that I personally only learned in the last couple of years. And I still at times struggle to put words to what exactly it means because it can feel feel very big, very large, like there there is a lot that it encompasses. So without Googling the definition, here is how I define the patriarchy, okay? I define it as an outdated system with men running the shots, men in positions of power, typically white Christian men, telling us as women what we can and can't do. It is the system that has men going to work, making all of the money, and women staying at home, cooking, cleaning, and raising the family. Men having power and women complying. A system designed to make women less than. So if we were to think back to our parents and our grandparents' era, this is most likely how things were done, right? They stayed home and did the cooking and the cleaning and raising the family while the men went off to work. That was simply the, air quotes, normal for them. And throughout the ages as women, we have had to fight for the right to vote. We have had to fight for the right to have a bank account or a credit card with our name on it. And this is worse still for people of color and for people of other marginalized communities. As women, we have and we, we continue to fight for equal rights and for equal freedoms to men. So I did Google the definition of patriarchy to give you a, <laughs> a one-sentence version. <laughs> so according to Google, a system of society or government in which men hold the power and women are largely excluded from it. So that is the Google definition of what the patriarchy means. So let's talk about how this fucks with our confidence. So whether we know it or not, we are wrestling internally with complying to this outdated and destructive way of lift, of living. Okay, We have absorbed messages throughout our lives that have formed our opinions of who we should be, what we should do, what we are or are not capable of, what we should look like. You've heard me talk before on the podcast about social conditioning. So we as women are socially conditioned to think and act in certain ways. So let's talk about what this can look like. I wanted to give you some examples from my own life, which I have come to realize are directly related to the patriarchy. Okay, so... One of those examples is back when I was in school, and I think I was around about nine years old, I had this incident where I was in the classroom and we were doing some kind of breakout activity and all of the kids were chatting in small groups and the school secretary walked in and she walked up to my teacher and my teacher was a male and she walked up to him and they exchanged words and then she went to leave and I left my desk area and I went up to her to ask her a question. And I was asking her a question about banking. 
And at my school at the time, we would take in a gold coin every Wednesday and she would come into the classroom and collect it and she would do banking. It would be put into an account for you and it was a form of savings. Now, the last couple of weeks, she hadn't come into the class and she hadn't collected it. So I went up to her to ask if it was still being done because I was confused. My parents had asked me. I didn't know. So I went to ask her. And what happened when I asked her this question is she began yelling at me. She began telling me it was my responsibility to come to the office and to give it to her. And I don't remember her exact words. I just remember being a young child being yelled at and what felt like abused for asking a question. And what happened was the entire class fell silent and everyone was looking at me. And this teacher Uh, sorry, secretary left the classroom and slammed the door as she left. And then all of my peers in the classroom began to whisper and point and laugh at me. And so what I took away from this interaction with her was that it's not safe to speak up, that it's not safe to ask for what you want and what you need. And that if you do speak up, if you do use your voice, you might be humiliated. You might be singled out. You might be excluded, right? You might be laughed at. And this has actually gone on to impact me. This one interaction has impacted me in so many areas of my life that I didn't actually realize until recently. And one of those areas is in selling and marketing in my business, being afraid to use my voice, being afraid to speak up, being afraid to, you know, tell people who I am and what I do and how I can help them because of this interaction. Right. And this links back to the patriarchy. To us as women, not being safe to speak up and ask for what we we want or what we need or to ask questions or to go against the grain, to ruffle feathers, right? It wasn't that long ago, (laughs) I guess it was, but it wasn't, right? Our grandma's grandma's generation, perhaps, where, you know, women were literally burned at the stake for doing something different, for speaking up, for having a unusual opinion or, you know, going against the grain, rocking the boats, whatever you want to call it, those women were labeled witches and burned at the stake. And ancestral trauma is something that we are going to speak about in a minute. But I just want to give you some examples of how this has shown up for me. Like it's that fear to speak up because we're worried about what other people might think, how they might perceive us. Right, because we have been taught that, you know, girls should be seen and not heard, or, you know, you should be pretty and perfect and stay in the corner, that kind of a thing. Right? Another area that it has shown up for me is around the idea of what a healthy romantic relationship should look like. And I use should in air quotes very loosely, because, you know, We form our ideas based on what we see our parents doing, based on what we see, you know, our families and the people around us and our communities doing in terms of relationships, based on what we see on TV, in movies, in magazines, on social media. So I grew up watching my mum do all of the cooking and the cleaning in our household. And Although I rebelled against that way of living, I also found myself when it came to romantic relationships, 
you know, slipping into that pattern, even though I rebelled against it, I slipped into that pattern and told myself it was, you know, I was okay with it. While secretly I was harboring resentment for the workload that I carried, which I didn't think was fair or equal, right? And that rubbed up against one of my values of equality and justice. And when I didn't speak up out of, you know, fear of upsetting the apple cart in our relationship or, you know, out of making my partner uncomfortable, when I didn't speak up, I then felt uncomfortable. And what did that do? It went on to fuck with my confidence, right? I basically came out of the womb believing that women can do whatever the fuck they want, especially in fields where men dominate, right? If you don't know it about me already, I am a rebel. (laughs) I don't like being told what to do. I don't like you telling me what I can and what I can't do, right? At age 15, I decided I was going to become a diesel mechanic. It might have even been age 14. I'm not sure. But I wanted to represent women in a field where I didn't see any of us. I had heard of women mechanics, but not diesel mechanics. Like that was unheard of. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to prove everyone wrong who says that I can't do that. (laughs) Right. And then in my early 20s, I decided I was going to become a police officer. And I went through a course to prepare for joining the police force. And they talked about, you know, where you wanted to specialize. And I said, I wanted to get into the CVIU. And the CVIU stands for Commercial Vehicle Investigation Unit, which basically means heavy vehicles, as in trucks on the road. So I am the daughter of a truck driver, and I have never seen a female CVIU police officer. Nobody, I had never seen a female in that role. I was like, fuck that. I'm going to represent. I'm going to do that. And then, (laughs) wait for it. One of my friends who I was doing this course with said that she wanted to be a dog handler. So she wanted to be a police officer who has a a dog with her. And the person who was running our course said, well, good luck with that, because there has only been one female throughout New Zealand history who has ever done that because the females can't carry the weight of the dog. And I was like, oh, hell no. I'm not having that. I am going to do that. So I switched <laughs> switched ideals of what I was going to do, right? Because again, we're being told what we can and can't do by men in power, right? So as you can tell, I'm a rebel at my core and I hate following rules. And yet I tell you this to show you that I still find myself wrestling with speaking up. Right? I tell you this to demonstrate that no matter what you think and how you feel about women and what we can or cannot do, what you are or are not capable of, we have still absorbed these sneaky little messages and it has impacted and it does impact the way that we feel about ourselves, what we think we are or are not capable of, what we think we should or shouldn't do in order to be good enough and accepted by our community, by our peers. So for many of us, this shows up in three ways. And there's more than this, but this is just the three that I see really standing out with myself, with my clients, with my, you know, the females in my community, my friends. And those three things are perfection, people pleasing, and worrying about what others think. So I want to share one other thing with you. 
I have been wanting to create this podcast for a while. And I have had the title and I have had the ideas and I have kept putting it on the back burner for fear of saying the wrong thing, for fear of being, you know, not being inclusive or being too exclusive, for fear of cancel culture, for fear of not getting my point across, for fear of not being impactful enough, for fear of my stories that I use and the examples I give not helping you to understand what it is that I'm trying to say, right? And this is the very thing that I just shared with you. I'm trying to get it perfect. I'm trying to get it right, right? I'm trying to please all the people, right? I want everyone to like this episode, of course. And I'm worried about what people might think. This is work that I still continue to do in my own life, especially when it comes to my business. And it takes courage, my friends. It takes courage for us to do this work. It takes courage to believe in ourselves and to have our own backs, especially when we have silently been fed ideas of who we should be and how we should act in the world. So, What do perfection, people-pleasing, and worrying about what other people think have in common? They impact our self-esteem, the way we feel about ourselves. They create and feed our stories of self-doubt and insecurities. One thing I think is really important to talk about is ancestral trauma, and I mentioned that earlier. So if you were to imagine the way that your, let's go with grandmother's grandmother, was treated, like way back then, a few hundred years ago and how she had to really do what she was told to not ruffle feathers, to not speak up. Otherwise she would be struck down. She could be hit. She could be hurt. She could be outcast. She could be called a witch and literally burned at the stake. Ancestral trauma is when these things that have happened in our ancestors' past, are passed down to us through our DNA. So it may not have happened to us directly, but we still feel that fear. It is ingrained in us to be concerned, to feel unnerved and on edge in certain situations. And sometimes you might feel this way and you don't know exactly why. It could be because of ancestral trauma. One other thing I do really want to mention in this episode is that this isn't about men versus women. This isn't about hating on men or blaming them. Men are also negatively impacted by the patriarchy, right? Men also have their confidence stripped and taken away and impacted by the way that they think they must behave in order to be considered a good enough man, a good enough human, Right? The patriarchy has taught them that they must be the provider. And imagine how that could fuck with your head. <laughs> right? But I'm not here to talk about men. I'm definitely not here to hate on them. But I'm not here to talk about them either. I'm here to help us as women to rise up and reclaim the confidence that the patriarchy has taken and is still continuing to try and take from us, right? 
The patriarchy has us following rules of who we think we're supposed to be in order to be enough. It has us hustling for our worthiness and trying to squeeze ourselves into boxes where we do not belong. And my friends, no amount of external validation will make us feel confident if we don't do the inner work. Trust me, I have tried. (laughs) And if we don't unlearn these bullshit ideals of how we as women are supposed to behave, right? Like the whole idea, I, I know I've talked about this before, but I think it's such a good example, like that, that women shouldn't swear or that, you know, it's not ladylike. Like whose goal in life is to be ladylike? Where has that fucking term come from? A fuckity, fuckity, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Right? Like I'm saying, we need to unlearn some of these bullshit ideals that we have been fed. Okay? And we've got to do the work to create our own self-safety. This is so much of the work that I do with my clients is helping them create self-safety. Helping them to have their own back. Right? To be safe within ourselves, to be safe, to speak up, to create the safety for ourselves, to fail, to make mistakes, to get it wrong. Like so often we're so afraid of doing things because we don't have that safety within ourselves to be okay, no matter what the outcome, right? The safety to do things differently, the safety to say no, that is a big one. Right. So often we people please people and we say yes when really we want to say no, but we don't feel safe to say no. Notice it, my friends. Notice where this is showing up in your life. Could it be the patriarchy coming in and knocking into your confidence? Name it. Name what is going on for you. Name what is happening. I'm 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 trying to get it right. I'm stuck in perfection. Maybe I'm trying to people please. Right, maybe I'm afraid of what people will think. What is happening? Notice it, name it, and question it. Why is this happening? Is this really what I want to do? What else could be true here? Unlearn it and create your own inner safety. My friends, this is such important work and it's worth doing. Huge love to you all. Take care. I'll see you again soon. Hey, I want to personally invite you to sign up for a free consultation call where we take everything you have learned here on the podcast and we apply it to your life. This is the work that will change everything. Sign up at xenajones.com slash consult and I'll see you there.